0: Pour one more beer for me Exile needs quality So savagely you instant reaction podcast following iowa's 24 to 3 win against wyoming in the 2017 season opener this brought to you by exile brewing company and you know for an offense that gained just 263 yards total of offense you might normally think i might be irritated or agitated or questioning, and I'm not saying that uh, the Iowa offense has arrived by any stretch of the imagination, but I leave this game encouraged by what I saw. Entering this season, big question marks. I had obviously quarterback as Nathan Stanley made his first start today, as well as receivers as an Iowa didn't have many last year and a lot of unknowns this year. And while only three players caught passes for Iowa in this game, I come out encouraged by what I saw with the passing game, in addition to there being some obvious question marks still, and some concerns. I'm not saying that there are no concerns or that Iowa answered everything in the affirmative. I, I guess this comes down to expectation. Many of you know and may remember, or if you don't, I picked Iowa to be a 6-6 six and six football team this year that was before phil parker made his comments pursuant to believing that this is the maybe the best offensive line he's had while since he's become off iowa's offensive coordinator in 2010 or 2012 rather so that that certainly gave me some optimism and we'll talk a lot about them here in a minute because they holy cow but nathan stanley's touch in this game he, he started out 0 oh, for his first four passes Uh, He completed eight of his final 11 for 125 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception that was off of a deflection. It was still a bad throw and a bad decision, bad read, and if he hadn't thrown it so hard, it might have been a pick six. But the touch that he threw on his first touchdown pass to Noah Fant on a play-action play down around the two-yard line or so, then the touch uh, that he threw Uh, On uh, the touchdown pass to Noah Noah Fant on Fant's second touchdown, which Fant was lined up in line on the line of scrimmage, broke free. Stanley recognized man-to-man coverage, and the safety could not catch up with Fant. And Stanley threw a ball with just enough air under it to get over the defender and hit Fant in stride for a, what was that, a 27 yard touchdown. And then his third touchdown pass to Nick Easley. It was an old school X route. As Hawkeye game film said on Twitter, he recognized it right away as an old school Ken O'Keefe concept. And Easley came from the left slot and slanted to the right side of the field. And And there was a receiver to the right and they basically made an X in the middle of the field and Easley's route was to run towards a sideline. Stanley recognized it, had time to throw by the way, more than three seconds. Recognized it, saw that Easley was getting close to the boundary and Stanley put the ball more vertical upfield. Easley made the instant adjustment, made a great catch, and scored. And Easley showed something to me today. Led the team with four receptions for 77 yards. Vandenberg had a couple yeah, the Iowa passing game wasn't all that great. Iowa wound up running the ball 41 times, which is what we all expected to see in this game, would be a copious amount of running the ball. Actually surprised they didn't run it more than they did, but that's fine. They also entered this game, and one of the, so so those, so the Stanley touch, that was encouraging to me. Does he still lack pocket presence? Yes. Does he got to learn to hang on the football more? Yes. Uh, Is his audible game still a little shaky? Yes But those are all things I would have expected to to see in a first game and maybe for the first three four five games Maybe the whole season you expect improvement, but you're gonna see mistakes from young players and inexperienced players and Stanley is definitely that But I saw some good things out there and you you factor that or combine that with Iowas Starting center James Daniels did not play in this game and in my opinion some may disagree with me The center for Iowa's offense is the second most important player on offense behind the quarterback the center Calls out the blocking assignments He counts up blocker. He counts up rushers rather and makes calls based off of that and Daniels is one of the five best centers in all of college football and you didn't have him and you also really didn't have, you know, your your left-to-right starting lineup on the offensive line that you thought you were going to have Boone Myers is battling injury. Alaric Jackson made his first career start at left tackle and for much of the game appeared to be a guy making his first start at left tackle, a redshirt freshman. There were times he looked a little lost out there, but that's to be expected. So this Iowa offensive line was really nothing like what I think we will see as the season goes along just the loss of Daniels is enough for me to say that this line is going to be running at 75% efficiency I think he's that important Iowa center is that important especially when you have an elite level center like Daniels the importance factor is even more magnified so I don't think you can overlook that aspect when you look at an Iowa offense that only gained 263 yards the that you had Wyoming making excellent excellent adjustments once the snap count was underway, once Nathan Stanley was under, Nate Stanley was under center they made some late shifts and adjustments and nearly every time those adjustments had an impact for Wyoming and, and disrupted Iowa's offense so a great game plan by Wyoming's defensive coordinator and great calls and really good execution by them And you're going to see a lot of that this year. You saw a lot of blitzing. And you've heard me say this. You've heard me say it just this week. I'd blitz the heck out of Iowa, especially with Nate Stanley. Force him to beat me through the air. And Wyoming did their best to try and do that. I mean, Iowa averaged 3.4 yards per rush in this game. And that's, that's a pretty low number. They gained total rushing yards 138. Akron Wadley had 116 and James Butler had 47. Stanley lost 23 on sacks, primarily. So I, th- I think Maryland came in and did exactly what they wanted to do offensively, or defensively. I don't think there's any question about it. I'm sure that when they go back to their their locker room, their defensive coordinator's gonna shrug his shoulders and say, we did what we came in here to do. Held Iowa to 24 points, forced four Iowa turnovers. Before the game, If you would have told the Maryland defensive coordinator that you're going to force four turnovers and Iowa's only going to gain 263 yards of offense, I bet you're feeling pretty good about a win. And if I would have told you those numbers before the game, I bet you're feeling pretty concerned that Iowa was going to lose that game. Yet they won by 21. Why? Because their defense played a phenomenal, phenomenal football game. Wyoming's quarterback, Josh Allen, has one of the most impressive arms I've seen throw a football in Kinnick Stadium, I mean, it's been a long time. I think his arm impressed me more than Roethlisberger when he came to Kinnick Stadium back in the early 2000s. Just a NFL caliber passer. Those far hash out routes that he was throwing 40, 50 yards to gain eight that were right on the money, you can't defend those. You have to guess, and guessing is going to get you beat. Now, Wyoming dropped dropped one touchdown pass. That was one of the worst calls by an official I've seen in a long time who called it a catch when he bobbled it and landed on the out-of-bounds line, and he called it a touchdown. Thankfully, replay overturned that hideous call. But this kid is a pro prospect. Probably the most dangerous passer, or the the, the the best pro prospect I will see this year, let's just say that. Next week when Iowa plays Iowa State, Jacob Park can throw the ball. And his receivers, there's two NFL receivers on Iowa State's roster, including Alan Lazard. So it doesn't get any easier for Iowa in that regard next week. We'll certainly help to have Manny Ragumba back. But old Jamudia, you I mean I never I never called him out, never really thought all that much about him in this game because he didn't get beat. Joshua Jackson had a fantastic game. Great interception, great tackling. Jackson with five tackles, three solos, one interception, one pass breakup. Uh, Jake Gervais with an impressive PBU on Wyoming's first drive. The receiver was standing there wide open on the boundary and Allen threw a dart And Gervais got there in time. I mean, did Gervais get beat over the top? Maybe once or twice, possibly. Yeah, and that's something to work on. But I would have expected Wyoming to do much more damage through the air, getting chunks of yards than they did. And it wasn't until like late in the fourth quarter that Wyoming finally completed a play or had a play of more than 20 yards. I think Allen's longest throw— completion up to that point was like um, 14 yards it was there was a 23 yard completion late in the game and the only the, the other longest completions on the day were 14 yards were the longest completions I mean Stanley had a 45 yard touchdown pass to Easley and a 27 yard touchdown pass to fan and from a pure passer rating standpoint Josh Allen's rating was 84 he was 23 of 40 174 yards, zero touchdown passes, and two interceptions. Brady Reef with a fantastic read, recognition, and interception in the fourth quarter. That, you know, the game was probably over by that time, but this certainly ended it. Wyoming called a screenplay, and Reef recognized it late and dropped back right to where Allen was going to throw the ball. So, a great. Just a phenomenal job by the defense. So an 84 rating. Nate Stanley, 8 of 15. Three touchdowns, one interception, and a rating of 176. So on this day, I mean, just the statistics, Stanley had the better day, which, I mean, Allen. Allen's the better prospect at this point in time. But, you know, Stanley also at this feet. Again, I've already talked about Stanley. We'll do more of that this week. But Iowa's defense holding Wyoming to 233 yards. 174 yards through the air just 59 yards on 30 rushing attempts. That's for an average of two yards per rush and I don't know how you could have expected any better than that I didn't expect a defense to come out and play that well Josie Jewell was everywhere 14 tackles seven solos two and a half for loss Ben Neiman had himself a day as well 13 tackles 0.5 for loss. Bo Bauer with 11 tackles and 0.5 for loss. So your linebackers, your three linebackers, 14, 13, and 11 tackles. You know what that also says that we didn't see as much of last year? That the defensive front four took care of things up front so that the linebackers didn't have linemen or fullbacks on them and they could run free and they could go out there and make plays. That bodes very well for this season. AJ Epinesa. There was one bull rush late in the game that he lifted the offensive tackle off the ground and about pushed him into Josh Allen. Now, he's going to learn more technique as time goes along. Right now, he's getting by on, a, on an outside uh, edge rush and brute strength. Recorded his first sack as a Hawkeye in this game. Almost had a couple of others. Every time he came in, I just focused on him. He's all that in a bag of chips. So that was great to see. Again, Josh Jackson, Jake Gervais, Jamudia, and Miles Taylor also had a good game. Iowa had a nice safety blitz call there that uh, he was very disruptive. One defensive play really stands out to me, and that was Josh Allen, Wyoming's quarterback, running to his left to throw. Josie Jewell came on a blitz. Allen kept retreating and trying to juke. Jewell's hips turned and swiveled perfectly mirroring Allen's movements Allen could not get away from him and he threw the ball out of bounds in front of the line of scrimmage And it was an intentional grounding call Now Josie Jewell didn't make a tackle on that play He didn't even get a quarterback hurry on that play Which I think is kind of garbage But that play will be on Josie Jewell's NFL resume tape Because it was perfect execution just a fantastic defensive job all the way around by iowa in this game as i said earlier i don't know what more you could have possibly expected from iowa's defense on this day with a likely first round nfl quarterback on the opposite side and you're down your best corner allegedly in manny ragumba and i say allegedly because i have high expectations and hopes for josh jackson especially after seeing that just fantastic work um other other stats that uh, i want to point out third down obviously uh, a key stat iowa was not great on third downs in this game iowa was four of 13 they didn't record their first third down conversion i think until the third quarter and Wyoming was just 5 of 18 on third downs. Holy cow. But some some internal numbers on those third downs. Uh, Iowa's average distance on third downs was 6.8 yards, as was Wyoming's. That's, That's... third and longish that's Iowa getting behind the sticks and when Iowa's behind the sticks this year you're going to see teams unleash the hounds on blitzes or at least I would do that for sure Iowa's average first down gain was 6.6 yards which again if you're looking for signs of hope for an offense that gained less than 300 yards that would be one of them You averaged 6.6 yards on 25 first down plays 166 of your 263 yards came on first down. That is a sign of hope That is a very good sign. Just 3.6 for Wyoming, which is pretty good as well Iowa with seven tackles for loss in this game six of those came in the first half Three sacks in the day total for the Iowa defense Iowa was minus four turnovers at one point in time. When you're minus four turnovers, you usually lose a football game, certainly in conference play. And Wyoming is no slouch. But then Iowa got a couple of takeaways back themselves. Iowa, just one trip to the red zone. They were one for one. How about Miguel Racinos on this day? Racinos, his first three kickoffs were all touchbacks. His other two kickoffs, one was caught uh one yard deep in the end zone the guy shouldn't have brought it out and he was taken down around the 12 the other was more of kind of a higher pooch punt if you will and iowa's coverage team just absolutely smothered him so and racinos made a 44 yard field goal when it was 21 to 3 to push it to 24 to 3 that was a pretty important kick right there amir smith marset had one carry on this game came in ran a jet sweep and fumbled so we'll see if he goes into the doghouse. I'm going to read some tweets now from Iowa media members who were down in the locker room as we speak, interviewing Mark Emmert from the Red Mark Emmett from the Register, is quoting uh, Nathan Stanley saying that Wyoming, uh, with their new defensive coordinator this year, showed some showed some looks they hadn't that Iowa hadn't seen on film, and they had to adjust as the game went on. Josie Jewell comment on Josh Jackson from Danny Lawton also from the register quote He's got a ton of power in his legs when he makes a tackle. You're gonna pay for it again Josh Jackson's open field tackling just pure perfect form tackling out there fantastic Uh, Wyoming quarterback Josh Allen chad Leistico from the registers um, saying that Iowa's defense is the best he'll face all year quote it's tough to do anything on that defense when they're stopping the run and boy is it ever and iowa did not really blitz a lot today they played in their base four three quarters coverage most of the day some tackle games on the inside but it was mostly base and when you can stop the run with your front four and get decent pressure. It wasn't great pressure, but it was decent pressure. That's when Iowa football's defenses have been at their best, and this defense has a shot. I think they have a shot. Craig Bull, again from Chad Lysico. Wyoming coach Craig Bull saying that Iowa's front seven is one of the best that he's seen in a long time. Some tweets that I favorited during the course of the game that I thought were noteworthy. The last time Wyoming was held without a touchdown was November 14th of 2003. Uh, this from Matt Benson. Uh, Akron Wiley is just the second player under Kirk Ferentz to rush for 100-plus yards in back-to-back season openers. Fred Russell uh, would be the other one. And Iowa, uh, Akron Wildley is getting 24 attempts for 116 yards, 4.8-yard average. He had a long of 23, and that was when it was third and 21 and Wadley did a lot of that on his own, cutting back across the field. That was a vintage Akram Wadley uh, run. If there is such a thing as a vintage Akram Wadley run, say that three times yourself. Um, Matt Benson tweeted, Iowa three and 10 under Kirk Ferentz when it commits four plus turnovers. The three wins, Syracuse, Indiana, and Michigan. Now you make that four wins. And I think that's probably about it for this instant reaction analysis. Otherwise, I'll start stammering. Going to be a lot more to come this weekend. Dace and I will have our breakdown of this game on uh, Sunday night. Rob Howe and I will talk again next week, bringing you guys, gosh, four or five podcasts a week. Thanks again to Exile Brewing Company for stepping up and supporting this. And if you are a business owner uh, or somebody that wants to get their message out, uh, you know, shoot me an email at um, Miller at com, and I can talk to you about it. As this thing has been downloaded uh, 30-plus thousand times a week now. So we appreciate all of your support for that. 24-3 to Iowa. Next up is Iowa State. They play against Northern Iowa tonight. I think Iowa State is going to pound Northern Iowa. Uh, I do, and I know that Northern Iowa has held their own before. I just think Iowa State's offense, very dangerous. Good test for Iowa's uh, secondary because Jacob Park next week and Iowa State's wide receivers. I think next week is a more dangerous passing offense than what Iowa faced this week. I don't think Jacob Park is a better pro prospect than Josh Allen. No, I don't. But I think that all the tools he has, the wide receivers that he has, it's a more dangerous passing attack. Than what Iowa just faced because Wyoming lost so many of their key wide receivers from last season's team. Iowa State has that continuity. So um, a tougher challenge for sure for Iowa next week and a road game for Nate Stanley, his first ever road start as Iowa's quarterback. And it's gonna be a snake pit. I thought Iowa would beat Wyoming, and I had them with a you know forty percent chance of winning against Iowa State as I did my I didn't do game by game predictions this year. I just kinda gave my percentage chance of victory. I think I had Wyoming at in Iowa at 40, so I I think the Cyclones would be the favorite for me still, um, but we shall see. Should be a fun week. Thanks again for listening to the HN Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.